Yes, hello and welcome to Pop Hum, a place for pop culture and the humanities to meet and hook up. I'm Andrew Lovett, and this is the post-election episode. Today's topic, whom does President-elect Donald Trump resemble more closely, Andrew Jackson or Ramsey Bolton? So last Tuesday, I was watching the election results roll in at the same time as I was catching up with Game of Thrones. I was sort of flipping between the two because like every good Bay Area liberal, I was so sure that Hillary was going to take it. I actually didn't pause Game of Thrones until the moment where Lord Ramsay is knocking his third arrow and aiming at Rickon, who is madly running across the heath towards Jon Snow. And I froze it because I suddenly realized this isn't going to work out. This character has waited six seasons to have a line of dialogue and it's not going to come together for him. I've waited my whole life for a woman president, and instead I'm going to get Donald Trump? It was such a weird mashup that the next morning I woke up and thought, I had this terrible dream that the cause was lost and the wheat was eaten and, and, and Ramsey Bolton was elected president. But I mean, come on now. More sober reflection indicates, even to this tired old leftover liberal, that there are dramatic differences between the two. Ramsey Bolton was a gothic supervillain, a relentless sadist towards everyone he met. And despite my many differences with Mr. Trump, let's not forget the Vanity Fair profile where his totally hot daughter staunchly maintained that he is a loving, faithful father. Besides, Donald Trump doesn't have the attention span to be a Lord Bolton. Can you imagine how much planning it took to do all those mean things to Theon Greyjoy? I'm amazed the guy could check his email, let alone run a great house given all the meetings he would have had to have been having with his torturers to be all like, so should we flay him today some more or geld him? Now, Trump, Bolton, it's like apples and oranges. So instead, let me approach this as a history instructor, which I am. Let's put this in the context of the long tradition of populist American leaders from Sam Adams to Huey Long. With that perspective, maybe Lord Trump fits into the democratic logic of somebody like Seminole President Andrew Jackson. Think of it. Jackson invited backwoods farmers to the inaugural ball to break furniture and swing from the chandeliers. Trump could invite his sons. Jackson was the darling of poor white Americans who wanted to practice ethnic cleansing on the Cherokee to get their land. Trump is popular with people who want to build a wall along the Mexican border. And while I am not at all a fan of old hickory, lots of people are. They see his presidency as a golden age of popular democracy, the age of Jackson. They even put him on the 20. Who knows? Maybe one day historians will look back on Donald fondly as old Trumpery. But ultimately, I doubt it. Jackson was fiercely, mercilessly loyal to his ideas, his decisions, and his supporters. I don't think Trump is going to be that way. And that's when Lord Ramsey starts to slither back into my consciousness. Like, remember how when he first met his stepmother, Walda, he was so nice? Even though he was totally evil, it was like, oh, but he's acting so polite and affable. Maybe he's not all bad. You know, like the hound turned out not to be. But then he literally threw her to his dogs later on. In a similar fashion, I think that Trump's bannermen, whether they stand by him because of hope or fear, are going to find that the Don is not going to stand by them. I don't know what the guy's going to do, but he's made a lot of promises that he can't, and I don't think ever intended to, keep. 
So, at the end of the day, the dubious honor of Trump alike goes to Ramsey Bolton. Apples and oranges may be different, but they both turn kind of sour after a while.